What is up, family? Welcome back to another episode of Wall Street Wears Gold Teeth. I'm Griff. If this is your first time finding this podcast, I try to go over everything from personal finance to a little bit of stock market investing tips for beginners. I myself am a beginner. I try to go over a little bit of entrepreneurship and everything far in between. All right, on today's episode, I'm going to go over something I think a lot of beginner investors should know about, and that is like an indi- uh, an indicator, you know, like how do you know when to buy a stock, how do you know when to sell a stock type of deal. And one major indicator that people use as far as selling goes or not buying, you know, as far as you see a stock, this should tell you not to buy it or, you know, it could tell you not to buy it. Or if you have shares in it, maybe you want to sell off a few of those shares. And that is insider trading, like insider selling. You know, if, if a CEO of a company sells off, I don't know, $100 million worth of stock, that is a sign that he's just, he basically just put up a flag to tell the whole world, hey, things aren't going great here. You know, everything's not going according to plan. You know, cause think about it. If, if he thought the stock price was going to go up, would that CEO, you know, I said he, but yeah, he or she, if, if they thought the stock price was going to go up, would they be selling off their stock? The answer to that is clearly no. They're not going to sell off $50 million worth of stock. If they think the company's doing great, if they think the company's thriving, if they start selling off stock of their own share, uh, out of their own personal shares, then that is a sign that things aren't going too hot. Things aren't going too well and that you need to be a little iffy about buying any more shares or even perhaps selling some shares. You know, I said all that to say this, a company that I've been a huge proponent of, a cheerleader of since it went public last year, you know, it didn't really do too hot right after the IPO. And that is Snapchat. Ever since Snapchat went public, I've always been, I've always been pretty upbeat about it. I always believed it wasn't doing too hot now, but it's gonna do well in the future. You know, when, when Facebook first went public, it didn't do all that great. So I always was a believer in Snapchat. But recently, sometime last week, Evan Spiegel, the CEO of Snapchat, I really think that's how I say his last name, Spiegel, Spiegel? I think that's how you say his name. Evan Spiegel, the CEO of Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, he sold off about $50 million worth of stock. Now, of course, a lot of CEOs might say, you know, hey, I only sold it off for personal reasons. That doesn't mean that anything's going wrong. That doesn't mean, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, yada, 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 blah, 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 insert a bunch of excuses. But I, I'm not a truster of that. You know, if you, if you really felt like things were going great over there, I don't think you'd be selling off shares of your own company. You know, so... For all the people new to investing, if you're always looking for new indicators to look into as far as when you're doing your research, when you go to the investor relations page I told you about in the previous episode, as you should be doing for every stock you invest in, a CEO selling off a bunch of shares of his own company is not a good indicator. It's an indicator something might be going wrong. Now, granted, the guy's a billionaire, and he only sold off $50 million worth of stock, $50 million worth of stock. So, you know, you know, to a billionaire, $50 million might not be that much, but... I'm still taking that as uh, that's just a sign of, you know, he he clearly isn't comfortable leaving uh, leaving his money invested in his own company. You know, he's turning his shares into cash like that. OK, so that's just something important that all, you know, investors should know whether you're a beginner or not. You know, insider trading, you know, if the CEO starts uh, selling off some um, selling off some shares of his own company. You know, that's a sign of that things aren't really going too hot. All right. So, yeah, man, just keep an eye on Snapchat. I'll try to keep you all informed. It is, a, it is a company I've talked about a lot on this podcast. I really like it, you know, or I did at least. You know, it's kind of made me a little weary now. You know, I don't really trust the CEO that's selling shares of his own company like that, especially that much, you know. So, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, take that as you will. You know, take it with a grain of salt. 
do some do some more research. We'll see what happens with Snapchat in the future. You know, which is kind of weird because they just had an earnings call and they did pretty good. You know, they uh, they actually overperformed. You know, so we'll see how that goes. The next thing I want to talk about, I talked about the 50-30-20 rule on a previous episode. I actually got that idea from blackwallet.org. You know, so if you want to hear about that strategy as far as personal finance and saving money, look it up on blackwallet.org. But right now, I just want to focus on the 20 part of the 50-30-20 rule. Right now, I have officially decided I am going to stick with the saving 20% of my income. Every paycheck, I'm taking 20% out and putting it in an emergency fund because I realized I've been doing a lot of investing. I've been putting a lot of money into a few, into a few business ventures trying to up my income streams. But I really should put more into my emergency fund. You know, I need to set a good, solid, untouchable foundation. You know, so... This last paycheck, I took 20% as as soon as I got paid before I did anything. Before I paid anyone else, I took 20% out of there and I paid myself. I put it into my emergency fund. I'm going to start building a better foundation. You know, because I heard a great conversation between Ray Dalio and Tony Robbins. If you need, if you want to know who those two people are, you just need to Google it because they're, they're both very well known. Tony Robbins is like the most well-known motivational speaker on earth and Ray Dalio is perhaps one of the most the successful investors that has ever existed. You know, Ray Dalio, look him up. He is the head of Bridgewater. That is one of the most widely successful hedge funds ever to exist on earth. Hugely successful. The dude's a marketing genius and investing genius. Listen to him, man. Listen to his speeches. Uh, listen, I mean, listen to it like, um, you know, keynote speeches. I'm reading his book, Principles, right now. You know, so I'll let you know how that goes and what I get out of it. But the conversation between Tony Robbins and Ray Dalio, they were talking about saving money. And the, the conversation went to, what if the government just put a 20% tax on your paycheck like, like that? You know, if they just like, hey, boom, right there, 20% out of your paycheck, we're taking it. It's like you would cry about it. You'd be angry about it. You wouldn't want to do it. You wouldn't want to pay it. But you wouldn't have any choice but to pay it. And, you know, you wouldn't lay down and just starve either. You know, you would figure it out and you would adjust. You know, you would adjust to it and you would make the appropriate uh, you would make the appropriate changes as far as like to your budget or your spending habits or anything, you know, because 20 percent of your paycheck is now gone. So you would just make the proper adjustments as far as your bills go. You know, so if the government just took 20 percent of your paycheck, there'd be nothing you could do about it. That money would just be gone and you would adjust. So I took that to heart and I'm like, OK, I'm going to take 20 percent out of every paycheck and just pretend as if I really have no choice but to do it because I. I realized when you're investing and you were trying to uh, venture into entrepreneurship, of course, you need a solid foundation. So this way, when you need money for an emergency, when I say an emergency, I mean like a real emergency, like, you know, like an actual I need money, not I want a brand new coat or something like that type of deal. You know, when you actually need money in an emergency, you don't want to have to sell off your investments and you don't want to have to pull money from other places. You want to just have it. So from now on, every paycheck, and I just did it last paycheck. I, I got paid. I get paid on first and fifteenth. Yes, I have a regular nine to five like everyone else. And uh, yeah, man. So I took twenty percent out and did it. Did it sting a little bit? Absolutely. Did I want to do it? Absolutely not. But it's one of those things that don't feel good, but I know it's going to be best for me in the future. It's going to work out for me in the future. It's going to be better for me in the future if I do this. So you know, instead of just me telling everyone else to save money. I am now starting to save money in an emergency fund. Like before, I just used to send all my extra money into my brokerage account and try to invest it somewhere. 
or I've been putting it into the website, you know, or, you know, something like that. I am now just going to have an emergency fund, untouchable, and I'm going to take 20% out of every paycheck, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much I tell myself I need it. And I'm going to put it into the emergency fund and build a solid foundation for myself instead of just having money to invest with or, you know, try to uh, try to get into other entrepreneurship ventures or things like that. I'm going to have a big pile of cash, you know, you know, so in case of emergencies, I feel like that's very important foundation as far as your finances go. I feel like everyone should have an emergency fund. Everyone should have a brokerage account, you know, and everyone should, should be working on getting multiple streams of revenue, trying to up those revenue streams. So. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to do it myself. So 20% every paycheck automatically coming out. All right. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to take some adjusting too. But I mean, hey, you know, nothing in life comes easy that's worth doing. And the last thing I wanted to talk about, I just mentioned something about making multiple revenue streams. I just opened up a Shopify store. For those of you who don't know, a Shopify store is basically you can go on, on to Shopify.com and open up your e-commerce store. You can open it up in a day if you want to. It takes like less than a day to do it. You can design an online store. They give you some templates. They give you some pictures to choose from if you, unless you want to upload your own. They make it really easy. Choose a website template. Put up some nice pictures relevant to what you're selling. You know, you can put in your own headings and write whatever you want to. And you can, you can do what they call drop shipping. That's when you go from, I think, AliExpress. Uh, Obelo.com, that's O-B-E-R-L-O, or AliExpress.com. And you can actually take things from their website, move it into your Shopify.com store, and just ship things from their warehouses and where they keep their inventory, and you don't have to do anything with it. Yes, drop shipping is like your best friend. It's definitely my best friend now. When you set up your Shopify.com store, it takes like less than a day. I swear it took me a few hours. You set it up, you make it look the way you want to look, make it look all pretty, done up, whatever. You can choose from one of their templates. And then you can connect your store to AliExpress and choose items. Like say, I don't know, like me, me personally, I put in my store, I put some blazers, some loafers, and some things like that. Like, you know, some nice blazers, some nice loafers. I put in there some bow ties, you know, some neckties, some cufflinks. There's some really nice clothing, you know, that, you know, that I, that I would want to wear. You know, that's just the way I'm trying to approach it. You know, I choose this. I'm choosing to sell clothing and, you know, things like that. And you just simply select it from AliExpress.com. You can download this uh, app right on your browser to make it easier. And it just goes right from AliExpress.com into your Shopify store. You can change the price or you can make the price whatever it is you want. So when a customer goes in, you don't have to handle any inventory at all. They, they literally click on the item they want. Say somebody wants a blazer. They click on the blazer on your, on your Shopify.com store. And it sends the order to you. You click fill order and they will ship it from AliExpress.com, wherever they keep their inventory at, whatever warehouse. And they will ship it directly to the customer. You don't have to touch anything. You know, if it sounds really easy, it's because it is. Now, I'm not going to say I made any sales yet. The, the store is. What's the store like two days old now? The store is like two days old now. So, you know, I'll let you all know how that goes. I'll let you all know how this brand new revenue stream goes. But, you know, speaking of revenue streams, I am just trying to get more revenue streams up. I started the website, so I'm going to be trying to pull in some money from that. And I started the Shopify.com store. I'm trying to pull in some money from that, you know, and I started the YouTube page. So I'm going to see if I can at least pull in a couple dollars from that as far as ads on the videos. 
once they start uh, actually getting some traction out there. So I'm trying to up these potential revenue streams. I'm trying to get some more revenue streams. Oh, and also, if you start a website, you can actually put a buy button on your website, connecting it to your Shopify store. So I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to embed the buy button for my Shopify store onto my website and just get everything connected. But yeah, man, so Shopify.com, look into it. You know, if you're looking to up them revenue streams, it's very simple. You know, uh, I think the hardest part is going to be me trying to market it and getting it out there with Google AdWords and actually trying to um, get people to know about it. You know, I was talking to a Google AdWords rep the other day, and it was so funny. I was asking him how to get it on the front page of Google. You know, he said that was a good question because uh, that's where you want your stuff to be, obviously. And he said the, the best place to hide a dead body is on the second page of Google. You know, because nobody goes to the second page of Google. If, if, if I Google something and it's not on the first page, nobody looks on the second page, you know, which is a great point. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that's probably the hardest part of just trying to figure out a strategy to get it, you know, on the first page of Google, trying to get people to know about it and marketing it. But, yeah, man, look into it. Another another uh, easy income stream. You know, I'm not going to say easy as far as getting people to buy things, but you can create one and, you know, worry about it getting traction later. So, look into Shopify.com, start you a store, man, you know, get a little bit of that entrepreneurship spirit in you. I was so happy my little sister told me she was selling things on Depop.com. I was so happy. You know, she's, she's getting bit by that entrepreneurship bug, just like me. You know, I'm trying to pull in some extra income streams. I want everybody to at least have one extra income stream that is theirs. They're the owner. They get to make all decisions, okay? All right, man, I think it's going to do it for this episode. You know, just a quick recap what we went over. For all you beginner investors out there, you know, uh, if you see a CEO selling off shares of his own company like Evan Spiegel did with Snapchat, that's not a good sign. You know, you should take that indicator and, you know, take it as you will. If the company was doing great, he wouldn't be selling off his shares. Another thing we went over, I'm now saving 20% of my income. I think you should do the same. Every paycheck, the first thing you do, take 20% out and put it into your emergency fund. Do it. Build a good foundation before you get to investing in entrepreneurship type ventures. And the third thing is check out Shopify.com, man. If you've been looking for an idea to start a business, you know, just as far as like upping your revenue streams, just try it, man. It's really easy. I had the store set up in like a day. It's like two days old now, you know. It's really easy. You don't have to handle any inventory. Drop shipping makes it super easy, all right? Thank you all for tuning in again. Make sure you follow me on social media, Facebook slash Wall Street Wears Gold Teeth, Instagram slash Wall Street Wears Gold Teeth. Check me out on YouTube, Wall Street Wears Gold Teeth. Thank you all for tuning in again, man. Oh. Check out the website, www.youguessedit.wallstreetwearsgoldteeth.com. All right, thank you for tuning in. I'm Griff, and I'm out.